Mbuyana and I really wasn't <laughs> partisan, man. <laughs> Zanu PF wasn't even existing, you know. The conception yeah. of Zanu PF wasn't even an idea at that time. But imagine what I named Zanu PF back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, Bambiri, Bambiri. <laughs> it would have been crazy. Makadima kadima kadima muri Zimbabwe. Kwesi kwa murutera muri. Welcome to episode number two. Yeah, one hour in with 45. And uh, today, before we go anywhere, I would like you to press the subscribe button, share this with your friend, you know, all of that good stuff. Because Nazim Nandinaipanapa is a very interesting character. Murumano Pisamsoro, Murumano Tsiamsoro. Murume with uh, some very interesting ideas. And opinions and also a very learned man. I call him Kule George. Okay, uh, thank you very much for the introduction, <laughs> even though I think it's a little inflated, but <laughs> everything in Zimbabwe is inflated. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, my name is George and uh, I am an advertising and communication student at mm. Near East University uh, and you know, we got to talking and uh, we're here. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a privilege, it's an honor. No, no, we are not going to be able to share my mind. We are going to be able to share my mind. Information is. What do you want us to talk about today? Ah, man, uh, I just want to be positive. I just want to affirm positivity. First of all, mm. I want to wish you all the best with this uh, platform hey. that you have because it's it's necessary for us young people going forward to just be our brother's keeper going mm-hmm, forward. Mm-hmm. So I just want to affirm positivity. I wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, basically, I think that's the basis of why I'm here. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, I mean, we could spend the next hour just chatting and gossiping and try to tell other people how to live their lives. <laughs> <laughs> But that's been done already. Yeah. And uh, as I always say, we don't want to be part of the wrong statistic. We don't want to be part of the wrong statistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, basically, you know, whatever comes out of this podcast, it's meant for good. Mm-hmm. It's meant to uplift mm-hmm. the Zimbabwean youth. Uh, we're facing something so unprecedented. Mm. We've never come across anything like this. You see? You know, we hear the statisticians talk about... Zimbabwe is an odd country because they're facing the type of strife that you find in a war zone. Mm, that's deep. Know, that's yeah, deep. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's so deep. We just want to encourage each other to be our brother's keeper. That's and, deep. And propagate positivity and and progression and success and everything else in between. George, I'm just going to dive straight into it. What do you think about the Mbuyane Handa stage? Wow. Uh, the Mbuyane and uh, statue, um, you know, it just got me thinking last week when, uh, you know, they uh, unveiled it, mm-hmm. 
you know um i got pretty angry you know because like you know there's, there's a lot of things that are seemingly basic mm -hmm. that uh that they look from the outside looking in mm -hmm. they, they look like they're being neglected you know like simple things like roads man uh, maintenance maintenance yeah yeah hospitals you know like we we're hearing about the problems that women encounter in just giving birth you know yeah i remember there was a story that i saw you see there were nine stills in one night yeah 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 avoidable you know Avoid, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i feel like it would have been avoidable if certain things were in place but uh we're not here particularly to be like to bash the government yeah 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 what we are here is to, what we're here to do is just like try to find out like what can happen what what how can we flip this negativity into I see. A positive yeah so going back to the mbuyana and the issue mm -hmm. um initially i was angry just like with you know i feel like there's certain things that are basic that are being neglected, neglected yeah yeah, but uh, when you think about it, it's been over a hundred years since she existed, mm -hmm. since the the white people decided, wow, you know, she she's a threat. She had lived long enough <laughs> and they decided to, <laughs> to, to cut your life short. Yeah, man. And uh, apparently uh, there were certain things that she said, like, exactly and uh you know that kind of thing and uh you know that that pretty much inspires uh what i'm going to say today basically because this sounds like she was a motivator mm -hmm. you know she of course this lady i right? and uh, it's pretty complex if you don't really understand these things I'm not going to sit here and act like I know you know all, everything yeah but uh you know it's 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 a pretty damn uh amazing combination of that woman and the shikiro and the 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 the, the resistance that they you know inspired so many generations after that followed after yeah yeah so uh this lady um they killed her. She resisted. I, there was no Facebook. There was no Instagram. There was so you. There was no social media platform you, to send a message, but she managed to do it. You basically cannot accuse this woman of being a cloud chaser. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most definitely. You know, she so, wasn't doing it for cloud. Damn right. She her heart was in a, in the right place. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, another thing, Chagandineza last week is about this. A guy who was wearing a Zana PF T-shirt, mm -hmm. talking about Chagrovai and all that, and it got me thinking. Like, Buyana and really wasn't <laughs> partisan, man. <laughs> Zana PF wasn't even existing, they, you know. The conception yeah. of Zana PF wasn't even an idea that time. But imagine what was named Zana PF back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> like yo, Bambiri. <laughs> It would have been crazy. But uh, there's a lot to unpack <laughs> from what you said uh, in in a few sen sentences up food. Yeah. You talked about Mbuyane um, and foreseeing the future. And yeah. you talked about she, like her role as a woman in empowering the society. Yeah. And um, I want to understand what is the significance? 
of Mbuyani and in 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 2021 to the to the ordinary Zimbabwean. It's 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 so surprising that uh, you know basically I think we should do more research mm-hmm. because my statement to uh, but those two statements have stood the test of time. Mm. They were said over a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, you know they still ring true today you can still inspire someone today mm-hmm. of course that's without the motoric i don't think that's gonna end well yeah. but uh i think she it's i think this statement is pregnant with a lot of um you know it, it addresses a lot of things it's not a direct direct thing. Yeah. the gun is not the only thing that's gonna liberate you I feel like okay. So you know when you look at when you try to dissect this statement, it's like yo, it's just packed. It's crazy, but it's in a good type of crazy way because uh, you need to take a stand for mm-hmm. what you believe mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Um, but also you need to you need to be united. I see. Divided we fall, united. United we stand, yeah. So what are we gonna be united about? What do we wanna speak with one voice about? You know? So I guess uh even as an individual, mm-hmm. without considering the group part of things, like as an individual, um I think you can use it as a motivation. You can imagine uh, the pressure that she might have been under. It's prob it probably would have been so easy for her to you know, to just give up uh, to, to these uh, white people what? Yeah. and uh, just, you know, just go about her business. But then again, you know, I, I don't think she had a choice. Yeah, I want this, up, yeah. You know, so I think uh, this statue is necessary because this woman, she fought a good fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, up to the last last minute, yeah. yeah, up to her last breath, she was just resistant and fighting for a worthy cause, and that just you know because imagine could yeah. way you have a you have a you have a nook around your neck and yeah, yeah. and then you say the word mafupang yeah yeah you need to have a lot of courage to be able to say that. And 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 when you see 1980, mm-hmm. uh, the people almost a hundred years, because mm-hmm. I think it was a been it must have been sometime in 1890 something when she was killed. She was killed, yeah. Um, you know, almost a hundred years, we've got independence. You know, so it's something that rings true in that sense of like mafupa, mafupa, and you know delivered the independent so just going back to that guy who was uh advocating for violence <laughs> last week uh, it, it is a serious matter man because we need to come together a difference in opinion a difference in ideology should mm. not separate us oh that's deep yeah yeah uh you are not an enemy because you're a zanpf supporter, supporter yeah. or an mdc supporter or just you know and the statistics also talk about um people that are on the fence literally they mm-hmm. don't align with either with the, uh, of with, these ideologies yeah, yeah, yeah. but they are also everybody who's over 18 
you have a constitutional obligation, a patriotic obligation to exercise your right and vote. So at the end of the day, whether you support these two or you just want a better future. Party number 21. Yes, you you all have to express yourselves through the ballot. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what's important at the end of the day. And we shouldn't be in a position to uh, try to sway people to our side by violence. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, because um, if, if you force me to vote for you today, and uh, I still have the right. There are no cameras in the ballot. And all, <laughs> you know, I st- I'm still going to do what I'm going to do. I'm going to do, yeah. You know, so, I mean, I don't think it's necessary because we are now under diet for everybody. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I, I hate it. I hate to say this, but I feel like she's like, you know, she, 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 she did it like Jesus. <laughs> You know, because Jesus died for our sins, man. And then <laughs> this woman, she died to, to... To liberate the children of Zimbabwe. Yeah, yeah. She, she that's, that, that, that's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah, yeah, for real. And I know it's going to be controversial with like <laughs> Christians and everything. I'm also a Christian. But, like, just look at it from that perspective. Like, it's almost like the same thing. You know, they if I'm I think they gave Jesus a chance mm. to, to 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 do something to, to spare his own life. His own life, yeah. But he knew what he was doing. Same thing. His agenda. Yeah, same thing as 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 this lady, and she paid she paid the ultimate price. And um, the statue, yes, but I feel like the timing wasn't right wasn't right isn't yeah, it yeah yeah because like we've got a couple of things that we need to um we need to that need urgent attention you exactly know? yeah 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 so i don't think she would have been uh pleased herself to 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 to, to be honored when there are more uh, imminent issues at hand exactly and so you know we need to come together you know we need to come together debate these things I feel like it's a, it's, a, it's a conversation that needs to be had, honestly. Yeah, well, but I think it should have been had before we erected the item because it's it cost, already there. It, co- yeah. it cost a whole lot of money, man, and that's what needed to be debated upon. Like, is it? But really do you worth think? It? But do you think that's something that wasn't talked about prior? I don't think so. I feel like in a in a, in a democracy mm-hmm. there's supposed to be like a referendum mm, yeah. for something of that people, magnitude yes people are supposed to vote like is this a necessity in this but you know what I, I read something uh online was it three four days ago where they were saying since you honored mbuyane hand we're gonna make a statue from ziligas in bulawa okay and what? i well personally you know that's another thing we don't know enough uh, about those guys. Okay. You know? uh, but that's not to say an, a, a, a statue shouldn't be erected in mm-hmm. his honor. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying as a person, like, when we hear about Buyanehanda's quotes mm-hmm. in, in the public domain. Mm-hmm. But what about... Yeah, we've not heard about also Zilikas' uh, defiance mm. to the white people because, like, these guys, we heard that they were warriors mm-hmm. in the Zulu in the kingdom. Zulu kingdom yeah. They were respected like that, you know. 
So we don't we don't really know, but that's not to say they shouldn't erect um, a, statue a statue in honor of Mzilikazi. It's if you look at it, both of these people, all of them. Mm-hmm. There are so many that we don't even know about. Interesting, you know. And another thing, uh, going back to this partisan uh, thing, mm-hmm. where like this guy last week was talking about. Oh, Yo, this was, this guy really got got to your nerves. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm just trying to you know make the people understand uh, you know certain things. Mm-hmm. You know. So going back to that guy, it's like um, there are so many people who died. For this country, mm-hmm. and it wasn't on party lines neither. Yeah, that's true. That's it's not true. like more people got killed because well, there's there some people, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. But everybody, a lot of people might not have really understood what was at stake, what was being fought for. Mm-hmm. But at least they knew what they were doing in the sense of like, oh, I'm going to fight for my country. Mm. People, people as young as eight years 18, old, yeah, ten yeah. years old, uh, running away from, from home, home, you know. And so, um, I think it's improper in this in the spirit of trying to honor Buyane Handa, who was nonpartisan, who was not biased mm. per se, yeah, yeah, yeah. unless there is evidence. That she to was. the contrary, <laughs> that you know she was like pro Shona and anti this, anti, anti yeah. that, you know. But I feel like uh, that spirit that was uh, showing itself in her was uh, pro black majority rule. You know? Interesting. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I don't. I, I think that statement that was said uh, last week by that brother, mm. it was ill-timed that was not the time to say to say that kind of that's thing. not the occasion because this woman was a nationalist she was a patriot and she was what, a uniter yes when you're looking at uh if, if i mean these things don't need technology don't need whatever if somebody that spirit was speaking through this woman over a hundred years ago and speaking to the importance of unity no but George, before you go there i want to ask you a question Saka, what's stopping me on being your hand? That's a good question. We don't know. I mean, <laughs> who says I was good? Saka, say who says you have to do this? Why time you Man, I, I think it's a controversial issue because the white people killed the person I would do anyway. Saka, Ghana, no, no dictator. No, I'm, I'm saying somebody could be dead right now for the same thing. Okay, I feel you. Or oh, incarcerated, people are getting incarcerated, killed, and all that. I feel you. you I know? feel where you're coming from. Because if something is going to be pro-patriotism, mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't think of a, a, a particular political party in Zimbabwe that is pro-patriotism right now. Mm. What is a patriot? Someone who's for their country. Exactly, but then... Um, yeah, I, I guess the land reform and, uh, you know, trying to empower the youth mm-hmm. is, is pro-patriotism, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay. Senate no, but is. we can say they're patriot because, you know, Zimbabwe is one of the few countries where a regular citizen can take claim on, on a gold piece, on a gold mine, okay. essentially. All right. That's a form of, I think that's a form of 
empowerment that a lot of people don't know about but if you have the money you can take a claim on yeah okay but i think uh the the the, the environment mm-hmm. is different as well because like of course back in the day people were just black people yeah fighting to get rid of these white people mm-hmm. who look people have been conducting trade uh, between races for thousands of years. Yes, yeah. Like the Arabians, the Portuguese, they came. They came to, into Mozambique and then Zimbabwe and then. Yeah, for trade. Mm-hmm. You know, so our. Uh, you know, so I think it was a different environment mm-hmm. in the sense of look, and all that, we're all black. These people are invading our space. And I think before Mbuyane and I was killed, I think So it was always something that was expected. In some realm. But, uh, you know, just going back to patriotism, mm-hmm. I feel like right now, the, you know, the, of course, you would recognize Munalenda Sambizilikazi, even Mbuyaneanda. But also, there are a lot of unsung heroes that also paid the ultimate price with their lives mm. to in the in the struggle to emancipate the For country. freedom. So, of course, I'm not saying there should be a, a statue, a statue for everyone. everyone. Yeah. I feel like uh, when they built the Heroes Acre and they have this, what they call the tomb of... Unsung heroes of the unknown soldier. Mm. It's it's based. It basically speaks to that. But at the end of the day, also it's like um, in the spirit of patriotism, we have a, a a whole lot of things that are affecting our country mm-hmm. uh, progress wise right now. So we could have, you know, given the money to like hospitals and you know, try to maintain our roads and try to boost uh, production in our um, industries and even in the mining sector and all that. I mean, they talk about the potential to, for the mining industry to be like a $12 billion industry. That's a lot of money. At some point. But uh, so, um, that should have been honored. But I have a question though. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people they know about the previous authentic and room bingas that have existed before. Okay. You get what I'm saying? We have people like uh Roger Book. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't think a lot of people know what he did and what what he has accomplished as a Zimbabwean. And I think it's something that should be known and be celebrated. Can yeah. you shed more light on that? Yeah. Uh first of all, I just like to say like people from the eighties or even before that, mm-hmm. uh, decades before that, mm-hmm. a lot of people's stories are not documented in the form of like a biography mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. for people to to actually read. refer to and then get knowledge about. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a whole bunch of uh, articles on online. So what happens is, you know, it, it's it's a bit of a tedious process, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, bringing together all types of uh, facts and points on somebody's life, Mm. you know. So I think for a lot of people, uh, they wouldn't be willing or even have the time. To put in a work to be able to assemble it. Exactly. Even sometime in some other cases, 
resources mm-hmm. like the Wi-Fi and all mm-hmm. that, you know. But uh, going back to somebody like Roger Walker, um, he is uh, an entrepreneur who was uh, in the gold mining business, mm-hmm. and uh, he ultimately around ninety four, ninety five, he um, built. I think at that time it was like the biggest auction floors. Um, Southern Africa or even Africa as a whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, this man, um, you know, just to look at that vision and uh, all the work that's done behind the scenes mm-hmm. for something of that enormity to be, you know, to come to fruition, mm-hmm. it's, it's something to be praised. You know, it, it, it definitely is something easy. that in worthy of notice. Yeah. Yeah. So because when we hear about the Boca auction floors, I think for me, they are multi-purpose. OK. You know, when we when you hear about it, you instantly uh, associated with tobacco, mm-hmm. the buying and selling, selling of, of tobacco. tobacco. Yes, that was a major cash cow for them. But I feel like. If you've ever been to the auction floors, these auction floors are multi-purpose, mm. which means all through the year, all kinds of auctions can are go taking on place over there. Yeah. So this is something that was um, he identified with him being an entrepreneur. He mm-hmm. identified something that was missing in the business. I he think bridged the gap between the farmers and the and the buyers. Exactly. So he made a lot of money. And uh, he uh, ended up um, opening up a bank. This guy... That was actually the first black-owned bank in the country, isn't it? Yes, it was the first uh, black-owned bank in Zimbabwe. So, like, when you look at, like, what was his thought process in the, in this mm, period? Yeah, yeah. The thought process was this guy was pro-black uh, entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. uh, empowerment, empowering the black people. Mm-hmm who had been impoverished for decades upon decades. So basically he created a whole lot of jobs with the auction floors. Mm -hmm. And then the bank was meant to finance black owned businesses. businesses. Yes, because I think at that time, you know, because a lot of people wouldn't have had a whole lot of collateral, the, the, the other multinational banks like Standard Chartered and all that. I think there was a lot of, you know... They were too stringent in their protocols in obtaining finance exactly. for projects. So I think this guy, is, he was motivated to try and bridge the gap and mm-hmm. help the black people, you know. So ultimately, uh, the, the, the bank part of things, it blew up um, in the sense of like uh, people borrowed money. Money from him, yes. And they didn't return the money. You know, mm-hmm. and I think they found out that uh, some banking regulations were floated in. There was about twenty. Was it twenty six million that was? Uh, he was owed. Yes, then. yes, yes. Uh, they say that uh, twenty six million U.S. dollars was. Um, <laughs> you know, U.S. Yeah, it was borrowed by a lot of people, unscrupulous people, <laughs> <laughs> if we can say that. <laughs> Who borrowed money and with they didn't have the intention to pay it back mm-hmm. or something like that. So goes the story. You see, like uh, we, we we I I have to say allegedly on quite on a lot quite of, a lot of things. Yeah, because we don't have a biography that's of, telling yeah, the story yeah, yeah, from, yeah, his, from point his point of view. Yeah. So 
and nobody else. We don't, we, we're not, we, you know, we, all we're basing on is uh, articles on Google, mm-hmm. right? But this guy was rich. He was filthy rich. I don't know. Maybe if it was in this time, he would have been up on Instagram and doing it. <laughs> but uh, he was like, what, 50, 60 years old yeah. when, when he died. Um, I had a lot of stories, man, because like social media, it wasn't there. It wasn't there that time, yeah. And, you know, I'm a 90s baby, man. So, <laughs> like, we used to hear a whole lot of story about this guy being extravagant and all that. He, he, to, would, he would flush. He was the, he probably was the first black person to own a Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce, yeah, yeah. And a private jet in Zimbabwe. Bro, yeah. bro. This, this man was filthy rich, man. So I used to hear stories about he used to, he had some health complications mm-hmm. like diabetes mm-hmm. and hypertension. So he had a nurse moving around everywhere he is in his car. And mm. I think by the time he died also, he was suffering from early signs of dementia. And mm. Because like I heard that he used to move around with wads of cash in his pocket. Mm. And he would ask the nurse like, how are your kids doing? Something like that. And then he'll be like, oh, go and buy him something. For something. You give him money. He had a driver and all that. But that's this not the point of, you know, me. I'm just t- telling you what I heard. <laughs> what you heard kid. about the man. Yeah, in the streets, people would be talking, you know, like, oh, man, there's this rich man. And there, there was no Google. We didn't have smartphones. Yeah, but you say, see, this is the power of... Let me of, go look for this man or whatever. When when you look at how information used to move, you're talking about Mbuyane Handa, who lived about 100 years ago, and yeah. the story lives on. And we have people like Roger Boga. You know, there was no... Like you said, social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he wouldn't have been on the Harare airport tarmac talking about, I got this. I jet. got this jail today. You see, but I, I think that's that, <laughs> that, I think that's something we, we, which is slowly being eroded away. Like the humility, the humility, mm-hmm. like not letting money control you even when you have it. Do you think that's something that's going into a pandemic in, in today's modern Zimbabwe? Uh, one of the first things, man, like you, you got to have education of some sort, mm. uh, particularly when it comes to handling your finances. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got to have that type of education, you know, so you know what to do and what not, what to, not do. to do when you have the money. Yeah, I think um, uh, Mr. Strive, my CEO, I should be holding like master classes on things on, like yeah that, that, that that's key because this man's been filthy rich for a long, for a long time. time and you know consistency like and is something that's hard to maintain i haven't you know have you ever seen like black people on instagram they'll be on, on instagram for like three seconds you see a notification you click on it and they're off like instantly mm-hmm. you know what i mean I've never seen Strive even like mistakenly press pressing the, the live, live button. button. <laughs> I think it's because those people that have like dedicated publicists to say this one is here oh, to handle. I think that's mythology. No, nah, I mean, bro, I imagine because when, like, when you, oh, you must have like when you have that kind of money and that kind of influence, you need to you need you need people to you know to caution you sometimes. I think I think there's a certain level of wealth mm-hmm. where you are busy. 
you mm, know you don't have time for those kind yeah. of things I, I remember uh this other jay-z song when he said like i could touch down and leave a place in the same day like maybe on a different on a, continent yeah yeah, yeah. yeah you, you just go for 35 minutes in, yeah, in meeting you, and then you're, you're rich you you don't have time for all this I, I you hear know, you. I hear yeah, you. I yeah, hear yeah. You. you, you're on your schedule. You're focused. You got your game face on, and you know, like, you know, you, you're milling. You, I mean, this guy sits on a board with like Bill Gates. Bill Gates, yeah. You don't have for them. Time, time is money. Time is. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have because, like, I, I have this other statement from, uh, from Elon Musk where he says, like, you have enough time in a day. Okay. You have the same 24 hours, hours as anybody. anybody else. Yeah, but how are you using You're gonna that time? You're going to use that time. Yeah. That's so, interesting. Yeah, so at the end of the day, man, we, we live in the same world, but our priorities is different. I think also, like, another thing is, like, when you see people on social media mm -hmm. quite a lot, some of them, have, I think they suffer from insecurity, man. Mm, like, that's projection. Yeah, they're looking for that validation, like, yo... You see me? Do I smell? Do I smell? On camera? <laughs> <laughs> Can you smell this? Can you smell this on camera? On? <laughs> you know, yeah. Because like, what's the difference, man? Jeff Bezos, all these billionaires. I never seen them on Instagram. Not even for a Q and A, man. They don't have time for that. For that, yeah. You know, like unless if you're going to a business seminar, you might, you know, see them there and things like that. But you know, I know we can't tell people what, what to, to do, do with their time or money. money. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's like sometimes you'll be on life too much. <laughs> Man, you're doing too much for somebody with so much money. And, yeah. now, you, and now you're going to get angry like, ah, oh, you live on less than a dollar a day and you've got you just an opinion start disrespecting on my life. People, yeah. yeah, but you came here. What you want, what me, you to want me to do? <laughs> you came into my space, man. You know, I, I feel like um, they have what they call the millionaire's playground. The In millionaire's the millionaire's playground. playground. But there's a peasant's playground and I think like it's Instagram. If you're Ooh. a rich person and you're on a peasant's playground. Okay, 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 <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, you can't complain when the comments and all that. Because some people like have missed opportunities in their life mm -hmm. and they're angry bro mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you coming in here flaunting your things <laughs> we're gonna have a thing or two to say man because we're gonna be like yo what is this i, I could have been i could have been well, that yeah i'm not so i'm here to vent that's know? interesting yeah i think it's a no-go area if you don't have a thick skin and you are seeking for validation and you're insecure uh, and I also think like we're we're living through a troll era. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you shouldn't take things too seriously. Too seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I sometimes I be I, I don't know, man. Like people are sensitive. I get that, and it's different for a lot of people, mm -hmm. you know. Because uh, you be seeing someone who's rich. They got everything. They come on live and they're extra sensitive. They're talking about how can you be so cruel and say all these nasty things? Mm -hmm. You got money, man. <laughs> you got the type of money to shut out all this. All nonsense. this, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, these streets is for the peasants. 
It's for people that are looking to get out of the gutter and some of them are looking to stay in the gutter. Ooh. Yeah, so some of them are looking to stay in the gutter. Yeah, if you come from the hood, you know that not everybody is happy for you. For you, yeah, that's true. Yeah, everybody's like, nah, you, what, you trying to leave? No. We Pull them down mentality. We were raised here, we're gonna die here. You know, so you're not gonna... But that's a sad way to think, though. That's... Yeah, it's 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 a it's a product of the environment, you know. It's not meant to. It's not. It's a launch pad. Mm. It's it's like um, departure lounge of an mm-hmm, airport. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're not supposed to stay there forever. Forever, yeah. You know, you just supposed to to just get there, get processed, and go. <laughs> you know, but then um, a lot of people will be taking these things too seriously. People were taking things too seriously before Instagram. It's, mm-hmm. it's just elevated this thing. Because, you know, every, a lot of people now, can it, it, they can have their own opinions on certain stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, just going back to uh, this social media thing, mm-hmm. I think some people go there just to refresh and chill and mm-hmm. all that. And people have got different... Um, Conclusions, conclusions to our ah, perceptions. Is. Yeah, on what chilling is, mm-hmm. on what trolling is, mm-hmm. and all that. And I think uh, we're just in the introductory stage of just getting to know each other. Mm. And all that, you know? But then again, it's 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 not a place that's meant to motivate you. you know? Interesting. In the sense of like, yeah, of course there are gonna be people teaching you stuff it's- like. You know, uh, the, the, the you know people who offer like um, advice on financial management mm-hmm. and all, and even a, grooming and all that. Yeah. yeah, and a whole range of other things. But I think it's social media. It's for there to for people to socialize and waste their time to get connected. Particularly like last year with the COVID pandemic. Yeah, that yeah, that people time. That's what, yeah. Yeah, people couldn't. That, that's where you saw the power of, of social media as well. Even. In, in some cases where there were injustices and you would find people bending up together and then standing for what yeah, they believe is right. Yeah, awareness and all that. Yeah, so uh, basically, I think sometimes it's misconstrued because things are just starting out. Shogun's in being and all mm-hmm. that. I don't think there's anybody that's devious out there who's got money and talking about, ah, oh, going up on social media, I don't know how no, much. No. It, you know? <laughs> no, I think people is just coming to chill. Especially, like I'm saying, in the past 12, 15 months, it's been difficult to go outside. So niggas have just been like, you know what, we got to do what we got to do, do with what we have. But Kule George, I have another question for you. Yeah. How do you define a simp? Mm, man, that's a, a tough subject to address. <laughs> I'm still trying to get to know it because I was one at some point, <laughs> you know. So let's leave that for another day. Okay. You know, we want to do more research. more justice on it. Yeah. But I have this other question for you, though. Yeah. Is it true? Could the vice president when you at one point, Vagapeta two years, going off a leg? <laughs> yeah, we heard that story about uh, the late uh, doctor. Simon was saying that, mm. you know, he pursued this woman who later on became his wife. Uh, he pursued her for like two years. 
man that's dedication man mununa muni muni consistency kuti munonyora tsa boys but time you kwa kusati kwani social media wenyora tsamba umbo umbo mira yoenda you know reply man you know i i think the 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 the, the take some some details of this story are difficult to you know uh, bring together and Make, make up a mind yeah. yeah because both of these people are no longer with us but i think it's evidence video evidence mm-hmm. of this uh on the internet of both of them t- or either of them talking about it i think man i don't think i have the energy man <laughs> you know sometimes it's like you learn about things right you mm-hmm. learn about self confidence you learn about self respect mm-hmm. and I, I personally i don't think i would go that far man two years two years going after a lady man she got to be like a mermaid or something <laughs> you know like i don't know she, she just has to be over the top you know and you know you 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 hear about girls uh having some days where they they don't wear makeup mm-hmm. or, or you know they just they just not their usual self mm-hmm. and when you see them you don't like them imagine her going uh, for two, two years, years consistently looking fire so much that you like man I'm, i'm given everything to get this woman but i guess i guess this guy knew more about her with each and every every time like yeah he so much that he got, like he got energy to keep on pursuing that's because interesting yeah there had to be signs certain signs that were like trying that were uh, motivating yeah, him and reeling him in his his yeah. ego and i guess it it has something to do with culture and religion as well or kule jodi mimi umwamunu i said that two years i'm going to say You know so there were different uh, ways of doing things and this guy was a poet man i think this woman uh, at some point atanga unagirwa ni shona ni shona imu my lyrics got mom see a let's say pre colonial times or now what would be your choice man ah uh, those those people didn't have too much information from the internet and all that mm-hmm. you know i was i was uh this other day i just put out a random google search about why did europeans colonize africa <laughs> And then I got on Quora and somebody was like, "You know what? Africans are better off with colonization. These guys mm. you know, like that shit pisses me off, man." Yeah. You know, for anybody in this world to think to actually they have the jurisdiction to make a decision to actually think that we needed yeah. colonization. That is ridiculous, man. You know, like the Egyptians But you know what? This is something that I feel like it's not it's not we a lot of people are, are not conscious about it 
do you know as as an as an African generally, you can put an African anywhere and they can still thrive. Yeah, the adaptability is unrivaled. Yeah, it's crazy. So, um, so what do you think is is the thing that stops us from, you know, making something that's huge out of ourselves when we have this innate ability to adapt to every situation? We are our worst enemy because uh, we're fighting against each other. Mm-hmm. And we're fighting for the wrong things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if if Mbuyani uh, Handa was still alive today, mm-hmm. she would be disappointed, man. That's facts. You know, I, I I know possibly back then things have not changed as much as people would like to imagine. Mm-hmm. In the sense of like, of course, politics was there back in the day mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it wasn't as it is today but politics was, was there. always there politics of the land of of, of just the in- environment environment yeah. yeah like oh this family and that family you know that kind of thing of mm-hmm. course it has elevated now i think the the, the negative impact comes from the white people influence when they mm. came into africa you know, they set all these rules, they put boundaries, talking about this is Southern Africa, this is North Africa. The audacity to divide the land where you found people there, that's, you need balls to do that. Yeah, I mean, these guys, uh, they were, they were, the biggest motivation was looking for resources. Mm-hmm. And so the, they just had to create, they realized that they were in a position of control. Mm. So they had to create conducive a conducive environment for them to take what they wanted. Wanted, yeah. yeah. So all this creating of boundaries and um, you know, first uh, I mean, uh, propagating uh, tribalism. It, it, I think it just goes back to the divide and conquer type. tactic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- that was the whole reason. You know that's interesting and it's it was so impactful over a hundred years ago that up to today Day, the people same. still hate on each mm. other you see when when you hear about uh the xenophobic attacks, attacks yeah. in south africa it's crazy you know it's because of this um south africa is a beautiful country mm-hmm. and it's got beautiful people in the sense of their character their personality mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're warm people and when you just disc- like every time you hear somebody who is foreign to africa take them to any part of africa they'll describe african people the same way way yeah they're hospitable people they're warm people they are you know they they're always smiling They'll receive you gracefully and all that all over the the, the, the the continent the continent you know and you know so like sometimes also another thing that is that is threatening to separate the continent of Africa mm-hmm. is religion but, interesting but at the base of religion as as a broad term there's no religion that is ever uh, advocating for violence, mm-hmm. that is ever advocating for segregation mm-hmm. and, and, and all of these other things, you know? I feel like at the core of this whole thing, it's colonization. 
you know people, people talk about colonization having brought civilization what is civilization, civilization yeah because we already had our own civilization that was exactly going on. we're exactly. moving it on pace even if you talk about democracy we didn't need elections to 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 validate, to validate who's, our society yeah. as being democratic and all that we was good the way we were you know that's interesting even if we would have been wearing uh up till now it doesn't matter it that that's what we wanted you know but um it is what it is things happened but we must look to the future and try to come together you know because these so-called differences are really just basically an object of our imagination if you look at it because um there is nothing there is nothing that separates us now that is really like binding for life like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it cannot be resolved resolved yeah yeah everything can be resolved i was looking uh the last couple of weeks when mm-hmm. When the king of um, Zulu king, yeah, King Goodwill Zulatini, when he died, like I was seeing people from Ghana, people from all across, all across the continent, Africa, yeah. just you know the the rituals that were being done as part of the funeral and all that, and people were really relating and connecting to it. Like we've people were talking about we've never seen a more cultural and traditional mm. clan in Africa more than the, the Zulus and who doesn't know King Shaka Shaka yeah everywhere yeah. he's known everywhere I mean that man is known all across the world and they, I, I feel like white people they will try to diminish some of the good things that he did to the extent where there's certain information that we don't know. Mm-hmm. The picture that's painted is the harsh man who killed. Yeah. When when uh, this Mbuyaniyanda statue uh, was uh, unveiled, mm-hmm. a couple of days later we realized that Mbuyaniyanda was buried without her head. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, these people, they took their heads as trophies back to their country like man I, d- <laughs> i didn't know about that one yeah i just read an article a couple of days ago that was talking about they're in talks to try and repatriate the heads of chaminuka wait so what do they do with these heads i don't know man that's weird you can keep somebody's head for like over a hundred years over a hundred years it's a trophy yeah That's so how are we moving forward how are we really gonna forgive you guys I'm not saying like we should kill them or anything, <laughs> but I'm just saying like if if we're saying let bygones be, be bygones, bygones yeah we've been independent for like for 40, 40 years, years now yeah. yeah and I also heard about um, a whole bunch of uh, artifacts that were stolen from, from Nigeria. Mm, yeah, I read about that one recently. Yeah, yeah. And these guys were refusing talking to about give them oh, back. Yeah, like oh no, the temperature in Africa, blah blah blah. But they were made there. Yeah, these are hours hours to 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 keep and preserve. That's very interesting. Yeah, even when you look at um we don't hear about it that much. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people outside Africa, particularly in Europe and in the USA, I don't think people know about the 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 the, the house of stone 
in Zimbabwe. In Zimbabwe, yeah. Yeah, it was built like in the 16th century. No cement? Yeah, no mortar, no nothing, you know. And it's still standing up to this day. You know what I what, what do you think is is lacking and in they delivering stole this a history? Whole lot of artifacts from, from there. From there, yeah. Well. Yeah, the Zimbabwe bird, like sculptured Zimbabwe stones. Bird stone. yeah. yeah. So some of them have been repatriated. It's just so weird, man. Especially but what, okay. what do you think is 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 lacking to bridge the gap between uh, like the knowledge of our history, the knowledge of where we come from, the knowledge of that's what I was saying before that we are focusing on the wrong things. We are fighting ourselves. Mm. When you're your worst enemy, even as an individual, when mm -hmm. you're your worst enemy, mm -hmm. uh, sometimes you can fail to realize the blessings that you have. Interesting. Yeah, in pursuit of whatever you think you deserve, you actually have a lot. So you need to like self-introspect mm -hmm. and take stock of the blessings that you have, you know. Because basically, if we look inwards as Africans, we have everything that we need, man. We have everything, the expertise, the, 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 the dedicated labor force, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the resources. We've got everything. everything. You know, when you're telling me that people in Ivory Coast, they uh, grow that cocoa. Cocoa, yeah. That's, that's used to make chocolate. They can't even afford to go into the store and buy, buy process. a Cadbury bar of, of chocolate. But everything is coming from their own Exactly. Land. It's, it's living as a raw material coming back processed and more expensive and they can't afford it. Yeah, that's, I think that's, that's generally the, the story in Africa, even when it comes to the minerals, even when it, when it comes to a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think the, the, the powers that be would try to make it seem like Oh no, it's a, it's a process. Mm. You know, it's going to take long, long blah, long, blah, yeah. blah. But nah, man, if we're really dedicated to making this happen, it, it, it is possible. It's possible. Yeah. I remember that, that song, uh, Nas and, 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 and uh, Damien Mali, I think they did an album together. Mm -hmm. And they have a song with Lil Wayne, and it's called... Uh, my generation make a change, something like that. Okay. Yeah. So it is possible to make a change in the ideology, in the way that we look at things. It's, it is possible. It's very possible. Yeah, but these people in power all over Africa, they're not willing to, to come to the table, you know, because I don't think being in power in Africa, being in a position of leadership is a, should be looked at as a burden. Mm. Like, oh, I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed, yeah. I have I the do? responsibility to take care of the needs of all these people. Yeah, but you can reach out to the grassroots. You can reach out within the continent, within the country, within the uh, 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 place that you reside over. Mm -hmm. I mean, you... you, you you govern over and you know just try to get homegrown solutions to the problems you know so no mountain is high enough no mountain is high enough we shouldn't lose self-belief and awareness of who we are mm -hmm. where we come from mm -hmm. we are I, I would like to say like Africa is a kingdom mm. and it is a well-resourced kingdom 
in any way, shape, or form. Or form, yeah. Yeah, we don't need anyone. All of this other uh, heavy reliance on the IMF, the World Bank, you know, when when you are too needy, you're gonna get used. Used, yeah, that's true. That's true. Exactly. The one with uh, with more resources is the one who controls. Exactly. But how in this case do you have so many resources and rush to go and borrow a currency that is always losing value because of inflation when you got gold? Gold. That is. I think gold. that that comes down to. Uh, education really mm. if you have you know the right people with the right knowledge in positions of leadership and power a lot can change and this, can go the, i mean i'm not a psychologist but there looks to be a lot of uh, signs of insecurities within our leaders because how are you gonna get like a a, a, a house with gold fitting <laughs> what for what for you know what for when when you have nine children that are being born in hospital and they're dead and it's all out of neglect yeah the, i mean there's a certain level of extravagance that is just not necessary i see and people in africa when you become a president you are nowhere near being a god <laughs> no you are dispensable you know it is a privilege to be in to that be, position yeah, to, it's, it's, it's a position of service yeah and people will try to separate it. Anybody who works in government mm -hmm. or works for the government or whatever, from the lowest rank to the president, to the president. they're all what we call civil servants. servants. Yeah. What is a civil servant? He's there to serve the and interest of the public. Exactly. If they're not doing that, if they're not, uh, you know, if they're not you know, doing their duties properly, they they should uh, step down and give, give it to, it to someone people, else who can facilitate you know? efficiency. Yeah, but I mean, the, the solution is not changing people mm -hmm. uh, per se, in the sense of like, look, sometimes, I mean, changing people will be like complicated and costly and all that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's just like, as a president, I look at the position of a president in Africa right now as the same as being a manager of a football team in Europe. Okay, explain. Yeah, you've got... When, when you're like Jose Mourinho, you've got uh, physicians, you've got nutritionists, you've got tacticians. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, the, the, the... You need people around you that facilitate, that make the job easy. The it? environment is set for you to succeed. Mm. So you, when you, that's why you see some of these people, they get sacked and you'll be like, that was so ruthless. But no, the story the environment behind is, that you are given is... The story behind is you had everything mm -hmm. and yet you failed. You failed to deliver. You know, so, um, you know... It, I don't know, man. Like the, the the governing principles that came from the Europeans and and stuff like that. So it's a new I, system and structure that we're still learning to this day. I think I I don't think um, yeah. Well, it, it's good for democracy, but I, I I feel like democracy does not have one definition. Mm. Yeah, I think it should suit the environment. You understand? Mm -hmm. What works for people in America... It does not work for people in Bujumbura. Exactly. 
So it should suit the environment. It should be tweaked to suit the environment because democracy, you cannot come from wherever you come from and say you are not being democratic <laughs> in your own country. No, that's not how it works. It shouldn't suit you and outside. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It should suit the, the residents of exactly. the but place. I, but at the same time, human rights here are human rights everywhere. everywhere. You know? But at the same time, it's just like somebody was asking a question like, elections have done more harm than good in Africa. Should we still be having elections? That's a, that's a, that's a question that needs a whole podcast on its own. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, as you have heard from Kula George, he's someone with very profound ideas. He's very patriotic. And uh, if you want him to come back on, uh, on another episode, please put it down in the comment section. And then we'll bring him for another episode where he you know, gives us more game on, on things that we, we need to be knowledgeable about. Uh, but, uh, contrary to popular belief, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not that old, though. Uh, <laughs> stop selling yourself <laughs> short. But before we close out this podcast, we have a segment where we ask you, Kule George, to give us the music that you're listening to. Plug the people on the music. And uh, after you give us a few songs you want us to listen to, also recommend a book or two you want the people that are listening to this podcast to go read and check out. Mm. I, I I don't listen to like mainstream music. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, these days I'm listening to some B.I.G., some Tupac. Vintage, classic. Yeah, I just be listening to like the, the the. Which album would you want people to listen to? Mm. Oh man. You know, these days, like with this Spotify and all that, mm-hmm. I've been picking up certain uh, certain singles. But then, like for me right now, I think my favorite album is the debut PDD album. Okay, okay. I think it's called No Way Out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the album that I'm listening to. It's it, for me like I was just looking, I was just watching in this the interview. Uh, about a Jay Z interview from like 2013, mm-hmm. when he was talking about, oh, uh, Puff Daddy was not really a rapper like that. So, like, I think his first album sold like 10 million albums, something like that, and he wasn't even a rapper. Damn, know? that's a lot. Yeah. So, but like some of the bars that he's dropping on that album is just mad it's funny. fire it's, no they're actually funny to me I'm, <laughs> I'm just listening to it and thinking like this is crazy but I like he is somebody who who is groovy okay okay yeah, okay he okay. brings he brings that type of energy into a space so he's a groovy guy and um, he is a visionary did is a visionary. The way you deconstruct some of these things is it's very interesting. Yeah, because like he is somebody who can um, give you an idea and mm-hmm. explain. The, is, is, for me, I, I feel like visionaries in the, in the whole world, they're just underrated. Somebody like Steve Jobs, mm-hmm. he was not uh, an IT guy. You know? But he brought people around him that were able to bring his vision to life. Exactly. And Jack now, Ma, I think, is one of the people that did it as well. I don't know much about Jack Ma, but I, I'll be like, imagine somebody like 
Steve Jobs talking about an iPod and he doesn't know a damn, a thing. damn thing about engineering yeah even designing, designing and, yeah. all that it's just coming from his head and that's the same thing as P. Diddy like you look at some of the he's been uh, in the past year in the past two or three years mm-hmm. he's been on a Burner Boy album you wouldn't expect him to be mm-hmm. there but he in the industry he is known to have that kind of versatility a yeah. lot of people don't you know they don't see the way things the way he sees he was on a Burner Boy album he was on a Nipsey Hustle album mm-hmm. he's been on a couple of Meek Mill albums as well he's got his finger tapped everywhere exactly so he is a producer he is also a visionary bring those things together and it's absolute magic perfect marriage yeah so like for me when i was listening when when this uh no way out album came out i think it came out in 96 97 i was in kindergarten <laughs> so like i wasn't born <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i guess i'm a little old yeah but anyway when it came out like music I didn't understand lyrics back then, mm-hmm. but when then all about the Benjamins came out, it was just like you were feeling it. It was fire. You were feeling it. I remember like it might have been like the Easter holiday or something. Yeah, I remember vividly like what was going on. I was like, man, this music is crazy, and for it to have stood the st- the test of time, the test of time yeah. to still be the same way when you hear that all about the Benjamins and maintain the same in, relevance. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, oh, I'm sorry. I, I just went on and on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you were talking about a certain period where I wish I would have existed. Yeah. I think as an adult, if I lived through the 90s, man. That was golden for you. That was crazy. That was crazy. Yeah. I mean, people, I mean, it was crazy. No, even the parties back then, they were, they were, they were banging, you know? People didn't worry about global warming. Then. <laughs> no, no, no electricity problems. No electricity no problems. No water problems. Yeah. It was a little... And like, you know, I'm a Harari. I think the fashion even back then was heat. Yeah. I remember I was listening to somebody talking about... Another thing that we, we need to talk about, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I was born and raised in Harare, mm-hmm. And... Uh, I don't hear a lot of people talking about how great as a city Harare is, man. Okay, explain. Uh, first of all, it's the capital city. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why it made sense to the pioneer column to say this is where we're gonna stay. I I, I think I've read about it, but I'm just I've just lost uh, my train of thought for a bit there. But. Um, Never mind about what the white people thought. But Harare, for me, I lived a large part of my life up to today in Harare. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'll leave and go to other cities and countries and all that. But, man, Harare, it had, it's pretty much had anything and everything that I've ever, because, like, you ever pulled up to another smaller city and you'd be like, and this is their city. This is the city? This is what they... <laughs> you know, but I think... <laughs> yeah, but I think... One, one traffic, traffic light. light. Come on, man. <laughs> You're serious? 
You don't even have speed humps in this city. What's going on, man? What's happening? You don't got no food bridge. Yeah. Over, uh, I don't know. Kule George, we need you on the only second episode. People, if you want Kule George to come back, spam the comment section. Just say Pambiru Kuna Kule George and we will have him on another. On another episode, Banungachiku Pai Naurirwa. Nega. What about books? What do you want to plug people on? Ah, oh, books. Mm. I'm still trying to read a couple of books, but uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Yeah, I would, I would uh, want the people to read that one. Um, I try to, 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 to read about like self-help books, <laughs> you know. Uh, I think self-introspection is important. It's key. Yeah, because... You don't want to introspect on like uh, Instagram <laughs> on the way forward. You want to introspect, introspect from inside with, out. Yeah. And so that's the food that you need, the food for your brain, your heart. It's the books. So that one, I read, um, I couldn't believe that I finished this book. It was just an absolute page turner for me. It was the... Um, the Solomon Mujuru mm-hmm. biography, like it was crazy. You know, we heard a lot of things back in the day, but when I read it, it brought some of them to life. It's been true and all that, and some of them were debunked. But it's it's quite a great. It's book. a good read. Yeah, one of the few five star generals we had. In the yeah, country. yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a real OG. Um, what else? I, th- I think for now. For now, those two can do. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're just going to get to know each other, you know, so we will reveal more as as time goes on. That's it from uh, myself, Nash45, and Cooler George. It has been a wonderful time of one hour. So catch you on the next episode next week, Wednesday. And I have another guest that will be coming through also. So stay on the lookout for that one. From us for today, we say peace and we are signing out.